Hello, my name is Ken, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strengths Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is Sleeping with a Dumbbell. This is a multi-episode series in which this is episode 13 of 14. So no self-control in sex? Who has it? You see, he states it is better, yes, better, to marry. Now the burn with passion is the same thing as having the dimmer switch set on high. Some of my greatest battles have been right in the middle of this point. I believe it is here that much of the evil that stems from sexual frustration occurs because the person is burning with passion. Now think on this just for a moment. We know people who have done some pretty horrible things to others in the name of sexual relief and satisfaction. My thought again is that it is this passion, unchecked, that leads one into darkness and sexual corruption and sin. No, it doesn't justify it. The other point I want to make is at the nightclub scene. So we have men, instead of being married to deal with their sexual frustration, go out and find other women who are also in the same boat. The whole reason that you guys are in that boat is because you're not getting married. And yes, maybe you came out of a broken family and you feel like you're never going to be successful in that area and you'd rather play than take responsibility and get married. But God set it up that way. So get married or become an eunuch. Verse 10, Now to the married I command, yet not I but the Lord, a wife is not to depart from her husband. But even if she does depart, let her remain unmarried or be reconciled to her husband. And a husband is not to divorce his wife. Again, we see the impetus focused on eternal relationships. Don't you want to know why God fights so hard to keep us in marriage our whole life with the same partner we started out with? A healthy marriage is so important to our spiritual well-being. Verse 12, But to the rest I, not the Lord, say, If any brother has a wife who does not believe, and she is willing to live with him, let him not divorce her. And a woman who has a husband who does not believe, if he is willing to live with her, let her not divorce him. For the unbelieving husband is sanctified by the wife, and the unbelieving wife is sanctified by the husband. Otherwise your children would be unclean, but now they are holy. But if the unbeliever departs, let him depart. A brother or a sister is not under bondage in such cases. But God has called us to peace. For how do you know, O wife, whether you will save your husband? Or how do you know, O husband, whether you will save your wife? But as God has distributed to each one, as the Lord has called each one, so let him walk. And so I ordain in all the churches. It is a big bite, but essentially this is chatting about being married to your mistake or to the one who hasn't yet caught up to your born-again experience. If you decided to enter into an unequally yoked marriage, God says stay there. There is a benefit that extends all the way down to your kids. I am not wrong at all in what I have shared in the intimacy section. If you do not struggle in these things, then the message or a portion of the message is simply not for you. Please don't feel compelled to defend others on any position regarding their sexual life. Because unless you know that you know about every aspect of their past lives, you are ill-equipped and not up to the task. I seek change and betterment, not arguments from the unqualified or self-righteous. I know the devil has kids, and that they want to live like Daddy did in the garden. He adulterized Eve, 
not giving it a second thought. He came to kill, steal, and destroy, John 10.10. You, yes, you, are not off limits to his deception and blind attacks against your very soul. And he loves it when you defend his cause. You will need to smart up and sharpen up to avoid disaster and calamity, both today and in your marital future. Be creative when things come up, whereby you feel that you cannot participate in the act of sex. I cannot emphasize this enough. Do not ignore your sexual partner. The devil is waiting, as you have seen and possibly experienced. He or she is not fighting only the lust of the flesh, but the never-ending power of the switch remaining on. Let love satisfy. Now, if you want to be creative in your relationship, then do so. And I do recommend you do it, so that the devil stays at bay. Now, when I say creative, I'm not talking about doing things against what the Bible shares on the matter. Communicate about sex. If you don't, someone else will. Talk about what you would like your spouse to do. If there is agreement, then there is freedom. If you came into this marriage with a set of rules on what sex should entail, no problem as long as you are both in agreement with those rules and you consistently take care of business. Remember, your body now belongs to your partner, and if they want or need it, hmm. I'm not saying that one or the other should take it by force. There still has to be agreement, but sexual health has to be a priority in your marriage. If you say no and make it a habit of ignoring your sexual health, then you are inviting the devil to sit at your sex table and to dine with you. Don't be surprised when, bink, how quickly we forget that we are but dirt. Relationships are between a man and a woman. Done. Father and mother. Not mother and mother or father and father. You can call a he a she, but this does not make it so. Nothing in all of creation struggles with gender identity but the human race. The devil has those who are confused about this in his grips. Our job is not to judge, but to deliver and to set free. Yes, many will get angry, but they do so at their own peril and bring themselves under the judgment of God. It is God who has allowed this confusion to perpetuate, and those who, although they knew him, did not glorify him as God. Let's go there. But before I do, it is important to read and study this entire section out. There is way more than I intend to cover, as I am on a relational journey with you, and want to be sure I do not depart from it too far. Romans 1, 18, 32. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppress the truth in unrighteousness. Because what may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse. Because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were they thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man, and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. So we see here that they knew of God and rejected him. This is why we don't chase them around their merry-go-round circus of thoughts and arguments. Hearts darken, and they want it this way. My message, CD Seedlings, will help with this. They know the truth, so when you hear them speaking up at political rallies, shouting that God and his Christians are wrong, 
and to make up new definitions for your behavior, for not openly adopting their lifestyle choices. They are simply lying to themselves. Look, I don't invite them into my bedroom. I don't know why they have to publicly invite me into theirs. I'm not angry at them for not embracing my God or his word. I'm not the least bit put off that they don't accept my choice to follow God. So why all the hatred from them? Why are they violently angry and extremely abusive with their judgments and choice of words? Because they know the truth. That's it. And all of their efforts to skate the truth, to bury it, fail. This is why they are livid at your commitment to live as created. Verse 24. Therefore God also gave them up to uncleanness and the lusts of their heart to dishonor their bodies among themselves. So Christian, you want to embrace who they think they are out of your love of God? Who gave them up to do the things they are doing? It is important to know that God is not a contradictory entity. 25. Who exchanged the truth of God for the lie? and worshipped and served a creature rather than a creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. Verse 26. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions. For even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise also, the men leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust for one another, men with men committing what is shameful, and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error which was due. This is that. They think that they are born contrary to God's intention. They think that they should have been born a different gender. But pay attention here. God gave them up. This means that they are empowered to do the very things that they think they themselves are choosing to do. It is also important to see that God distinguishes them as a group of thems. They are apart from you, from a different seed. But if you approve of those who practice those things, then you bring yourself under the judgment of God. As we go into the next section of Scripture, you will see their makeup and the fruit of their rebellion. Remember, it's not about you, but about what you represent. The devil hated and hates Christians too. Any surprise his kids follow suit? 28. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them up over to a debased mind to do those things which are not fitting, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetedness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness. They are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who, knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. This one statement in the scripture that gets me is that he states that they are inventors of evil things. In my reading journal, I have read what the devil's kids have done to the family of God and it is absolutely true that they have invented disgusting and evil ways to try and appease their thoughts of destiny. You see, they know where they are headed, and although they say it with a proud spirit, 
They tremble at the thought of ending up in hell. Logic would say that no amount of killing will change your current course of life. But their thoughts have been darkened by the choices they make. So in their futility, they fight a losing battle, even if they take you out. It's also important to look at that scripture and says, but also approve of those who practice them. You say, well, I have gay friends, or I have such and such, or I know of such and such, and we get along just fine. You know, earlier I talked about being unequally yoked. You look at some of the descriptors that God has put in the Bible about what those people are like, and then you say, well, I want to be friends with them, or I want to, I want to help them out, or maybe I could lead them to Christ. They're not going in that direction. They're going in a different direction. It was God who gave them up, not us, not you, not me, not them. God gave them up because of their choice to reject him. You might want to rethink some of those relationships. Well, that's it for today, as Pink Floyd sang, Leave Them Kids Alone. Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together, we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of life to shine through into people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.